Hello, my name is Lois and I'm going to help us think about Luke's Gospel, chapter 7, verses 36 to 50 today. In this passage, we meet Simon, who is a Pharisee, as a member of a strict religious sect of Jews. We also meet Jesus, who is an itinerant preacher who, rumour has it, has been healing the sick, raising the dead, casting out evil spirits and saying things like, the kingdom of God is near and your sins are forgiven. Now Simon has invited Jesus to his house to have dinner, but he has ashamed and offended Jesus by not according him the basic norms of hospitality for that culture of a kiss, washing of his feet and an anointing of oil. The other character in the story, a woman of the town, has heard that Jesus is at Simon's house. She is most likely a prostitute. As soon as she hears that Jesus is there, she gets her most expensive possession. The jar of perfume that she brings with her would have cost nearly a year's wages. She comes to Simon's house, enters the party and stands behind where Jesus is lying at a table and starts weeping. She's weeping so much that her tears wet his feet. So she dries them with her hair, kisses his feet and pours the perfume all over them. Simon sees this and comments to himself in a little aside. Now, Luke uses this kind of literary device of a person talking to himself to show a character that embodies self-centeredness. So he wants you to understand something about Simon. What does Simon say? Simon says, if this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of a woman she is. But she is a sinner. Jesus speaks up straight away and says to Simon, I have something to tell you. Jesus tells him a story of two people who owed a moneylender money. One a lot, one a little, but neither of them could pay. The moneylender cancelled the debts of both. And Jesus asked Simon a question. Which of the two debtors will love the moneylender more? Simon replies, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt cancelled. Jesus replies, Yep, Simon, well done. You have judged correctly. Then he turns to the woman who has been washing his feet and compares her actions with Simon's. Simon, I arrived at your house, but you gave me no kiss. You gave me no water for my feet or oil for my head. She has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair and she has not stopped kissing my feet and she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven for she loved much. But he who has been forgiven little, loves little. Jesus looks at the woman and says, your sins are forgiven. Now this, the other guests are like, ooh, who is this who even forgives sins? And then to the woman, Jesus says, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Luke is trying to get us to think about who Jesus is in this account. In his gospel, this event comes right after John the Baptist sends messengers to ask Jesus if he is the one to come. Jesus responds with a list of his activities that Isaiah describes as a consequence of God coming in Isaiah 35. Then... Then Luke reminds us again that Jesus forgives sins. However, I want us to think about something else. Simon was a Pharisee, 
a member of a group of Jews determined to separate themselves from impurity as described by Levitical law. They were the worst and best of people. They were cold and legalistic, and yet they were the holy men who pursued the law. They pursued purity and a life pleasing to God. Psalm 119, the longest in the collection of psalms in the Bible, is all about the law. Every verse has a word in it that in effect means the law. Listen to verses 10 to 11. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And verse 104. I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. Simon knew these words. So he should have been someone who knew who Jesus was and knew his need for him. His hours of Bible study, instead of leading him to know Jesus as saviour, led him to see Jesus as someone who didn't recognise a sinner when he saw them. His hours of seeking God caused him to be a rude host instead of the best. He was arrogant and unaware. The good news though, he is forgiven if he hears this word from God. The woman, she is an obvious sinner. Her understanding of who Jesus is, led her to be gracious. She is forgiven not because of her works, but because of her faith. Jesus tells her to go in peace. It would be easy for her to have no peace. She could take out her sin and examine it, feel condemned by it. But no, she instead needs to take out the word from God that she is forgiven, examine it and believe it. I think this is where I would like us to focus our thoughts today. It's easy sometimes to take out our sin and examine it and as a result believe who we are in the light of that. The character of our faith in Chinese is made up of two parts. The first part means person, the second means word. Faith is a person carrying a word from God. This is a helpful picture. When doubts come or memory fails, we can take the word out Check it, remind ourselves and believe. Go in peace.